It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. We're going to have all our picks for the Super Bowl coming off sides, totals, player props, game props, novelty props. We're going to be uh, going over all of it with our Super Bowl blowout episode of BetQL Daily. Mahomes looking for Tyreek Hill, and he brings it down for the touchdown. Mahomes to Hill for the Chiefs score, 20 yards. Brady goes for the deep shot. He's got a touchdown. Scotty Miller. Oh, my God. On the BetQL Audio Network. We're on Twitter at BetQL Daily, and you want to tune in to BetQL Countdown to Kickoff on Radio.com and the Radio.com app Sunday from 6 to a.m. Mountain Time with Nick Costos, Sarah Perlman, and Danny Parkins. They'll talk all things Super Bowl betting on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker here, and throughout the entire season, every Friday, we welcome in Simon Hunter, kind enough to share his time with us. Simon Hunter Tan on Twitter. He co-hosts the Favorites Podcast with Chad Millman. He is the star of Sports Betting Twitter. Uh, Simon, how you feeling just two days out before the big game? I'm, I'm hitting that point, Joe, where I, I can't sleep, man. I'm going on like three hours of sleep today. Wait, hold on a second. Why are you the star of sports betting Twitter? Who says? He's I, I do. He he was involved. He was fighting a lot of people over over the last weekend. Uh, okay, he always talks about how he doesn't care. I was oh, like, he was fighting was, people. Tell me about it, Simon. Yeah, tell me about it. It's it's true. I, I honestly am not. I'm not big on Twitter. Like I, I usually just go on there and I'll just post the content or I'll answer a couple of questions, but. Yeah, these people got really upset at me simply for saying that I just told my fans that the spread for the Super Bowl is dead, that if you look at the history, 88% of the time, the spread hasn't mattered. And my whole point behind that was just saying to people, don't pay the juice on these numbers, which is saying, if you got three and a half, don't buy it down to three. Don't take the Chiefs money line. Just play the number as is. And if you're going to play the Bucks, just play, play the Bucks money line or, that, or adjusted line. And my whole point was, if you do this long term, this is how you make money on the Super Bowl. Even if you lose, the longer you do this, the more money you make than having to be right every year picking up this juice. So, yeah, people got really upset uh, about that. I had guys breaking down to me the value of the number three, but it's all fun, man. Like, I, I, all I can do is defend myself. And I'm a guy from New Jersey, so, like, obviously, if there's smoke, I'm going to bring the fire. Like, I, I'm always ready for a mouth off, so. That was no problem. It was in the end. It, it was all fun to me. Uh, we'll find out from Andy Manino exactly what the books need from points, but he'll be joining us in a little bit here, Simon. But but as you talk your way through it, um, we know how a lot of people are going to bet this. If they like the Bucks, they're probably going to take the money line. Now we've seen some big wagers come in, not necessarily sharp betters, just big wagers on Bucks plus three and a half. And uh, there's going to be a ton of people laying. The three or the three and a half on Kansas City. You, you got to think that the perfect scenario for the book for the books is a Kansas City win by one or two, right? Right, and that's they're usually in these situations every year. Like I remember last year, they kind of needed the Chiefs just because they had such a liability with the Forty ers because uh, a lot of people got them at fifty five, fifty to one for the Super Bowl, and. Coming into this this game here, I, I think the books 
they're going to hit a point where they're probably going to need the Chiefs, even though we've seen these big bets come in on the Buccaneers. But we talk all the time. These are house players. This, this isn't professional betters. Most of these guys are just guys they know, and they're fine with taking that kind of money from them. But at the same time, this is a time of year where runners in Las Vegas, this is where a lot of runners make big money because if the, uh, you're just some random Joe and you walk into a sports book and you're putting 20000 or 30000 down, they're not really going to question them much where if you are a professional and they know your face, they're probably not going to take that bet. So it, it is interesting seeing all these things come out. Like we already know the, the mattress Mac guy, that's not real. That's not a real bet. I mean, the most fun part is that it, it is such a huge number, but it's basically a hedge for his furniture company. So for things like that, it, it is kind of scary because I like the Buccaneers and this guy is like the mush of all mush. So it is a little worried, but <laughs> it's just a hedge for him. So it's not really anything too crazy him betting all that money. Simon, just sort of in general, do you bet a lot on the Super Bowl? A little? Like, where do you usually like to dabble? Just kind of from your perspective, how do you attack it? I'm honestly pretty boring with it where I'm hoping that my futures get me to this point where it's like I've hit a point now where I'm just hedging out on a future and I can just enjoy the game and just bet a lot of money on all the props. Um, But in certain years where I think I have a really good read, yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet really heavy on the Super Bowl, especially the fact in New Jersey now we have so many different sports books. It's just nice. You just run around. You can put 3000 here, 4000 there, and it just all accumulates instead of walking into a book and just putting 50000 down on one game where that's really going to pop you up on their radar. So it, it's definitely different this year than in years past where I would say my biggest Super Bowl bet was the Eagles, and that was just one of those where I had the line at three. It opened at six and a half, and I just was – blown away at the value in that number for the Eagles. So this year, I think this number is pretty good. Honestly, I, I, I see both these teams um, and we can dive into a little bit. We're all, we've all broken this down now for two weeks. We know the weaknesses of both and we know that the chiefs, they have one of the worst offensive lines we've ever seen in Super Bowl history with going against a team that we're looking at here in the Buccaneers that on paper these guys are incredible for a D-line. I mean, Sue, he might be 33 now, man, but if you just look at him on paper, you'd think this kid's 26 years old. Sue has just been playing at the highest level this year. And with Vita back in the middle, I just see them taking up a lot of double teams, and that's going to give Shaq and uh, Pierre Paul on the side to get a lot of pass rush. And I I know people are talking about the RPOs with the Chiefs, and they'll do stuff where they're going to get Mahomes getting the ball out quick. But that's not really Mahomes' style. If you look at him on pro football focus, he has on the, har- the longest time in the pocket with the ball in his hands. He likes to try to make plays and moves around in the pocket. And I just think in one of these games with such high pressure, the smallest play makes a difference. It- it's just what's really been pushing me towards the Buccaneers, and I, I favor that value in that line. It-, it doesn't look like it's going to go back to three and a half like it was when it opened. Uh, right now, points bet it's for Tampa Bay, it's plus three, plus 100. So is your recommendation, if uh, you agree with Simon and you like the Bucks, to go with money line or you're taking the field goal? Yeah, just take the money line. That, that's what I'm trying to say is that if you do this over the years, it just adds up the value you're saving on the VIG. Like instead of taking the Chiefs money line, you just take the minus three. Because if you just look at the history of this Super Bowl, the odds of it landing on three and pushes and the spread to matter, it's just so small that that's how the book's winning. They're, they're getting you to pay this juice that over time that adds up. So 
Uh, I'm taking with the Buccaneers. I'm taking the money line. I took them minus two and a half on the adjusted line. I just think that it, it is. It's one of these games where I, I see I could see it being close, but at the same time, we saw Mahomes last year in the playoffs that he didn't wake up until late in the third quarter. And luckily for him, it was Jimmy Garoppolo on the other side of the field. Tom Brady, he's not going to miss that deep ball in the clutch moments to get a touchdown and put him ahead 10. So I just think pe- people are looking at this too easy where they just think every all the signs point to the Chiefs that they have the best offense, back-to-back Super Bowl. It's, it's too much of the public side liking the Chiefs. So that's what's giving me so much confidence in the Buccaneers. And it's interesting that it has just sat at three. It's moved up to three and a half at some books, but then the Sharps will just take it again. It just bumps back down to three. So that has definitely been interesting. Simon, you mentioned that you hope your futures carry you to this point. Do you have any futures? I have the Bucks, but I didn't believe. I made a mistake. I did not believe in the Buccaneers. So I've been hedging against them all along, and – I have a, a pretty sizable investment not to win that much money at this point, just because I didn't, I didn't believe in Tom Brady. It was a huge mistake. I, I should have known better. I was just his first year on the team. I thought it would be, it would be too much for him to overcome to make the run. But that's, that's what happens. You doubt the goat. He just comes back and wins. I was Simon Hunter at Simon Hunter Tan on Twitter, co-host of the favorites podcast with Chad Millman. This is BetQL daily on the BetQL audio Network. Uh, Simon, are you surprised that the total is sitting at 56 two days out? Not at all. It's, it's, it's a smart total where like, there's so many things that have to happen for this over to hit that the books just feel comfortable in their position, but they, they know the, the, the percentage and it, it's just very unlikely. I think it's three and eight to the over whenever the total is above 52. So it's been good for them hanging these high totals in the Super Bowl and the, the public coming in heavy on the over and has not not worked out for them. But I, I just think they're underestimating both these quarterbacks that it doesn't matter the score of the game. Both these quarterbacks and offenses are going to be, keep trying to score points. So I, I'm still comfortable taking the over. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to bet as heavy as I was uh, last week when I looked at it. Do you do any – like game or novelty preps, uh, prop bets, Simon. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do so many props because they're so much fun. And if you just get one wonky year, like that Eagles and Patriots year, that's going to carry me for so long just because everything, all the plus numbers you want to happen, happen. Brady threw for over 500 yards, threw for three touchdowns. Nick Foles threw for over three touchdowns. It, it was one of those where that's, that's what I like banking on are these really crazy upside plays in the Super Bowl that if you only hit them once every 10 years, you've gotten your money's worth. So my craziest, like highest uh, odds this year is any O-lineman to score a touchdown. It's plus 2,000. So that's just a fun play to me where I've seen Andy Reid do stuff where he'll have uh, a stick lineman in there sneak out for an easy open touchdown. And I know with Bruce Arians, I've seen two different times this year they've targeted offensive linemen on plays. So I think you're getting good value there at plus 2,000 with this number. At this point, how many props have you bet? I'll have to go through my tickets because it's it's hard to know because there's just some nights where I'm just on my like on my phone and I'll just see an, like another prop I like I'll just put another hundred on it. So I'm probably up to a thousand. Like I'll go through my tickets um, on Sunday. But I, I I know I have well over six hundred like actual tickets printed from a book, so <laughs> I, I'm up there, man. That is unbelievable. 
How many different books do you use, Simon? Do you find different value in shopping around a lot? Uh, yeah, and I do weird shady stuff because I've been I've had a couple accounts that I've gotten limited. So obviously, I can't just use some run random driver's license and do things like that. But like, I have like talked to family members, and they'll they'll use their accounts for me and put in bets for me and different things like that. I would say for value wise, it. it they're getting better, the legal books, but offshore still offers the best value for the most part. They have the fairest lines, but the guy you're having up next points bet, they've been great. I think points better. One of the few books that have really fair lines week in and week out. And in New Jersey, it's, it's a little different because we're, we were kind of the wild West where we have like, I think it's up to 25 online books at this point. So for me, I, I bounce around all of them and I'll use all their, their little promos. Um, and different things like that when I open up different accounts. But I would say mainly I probably use just 15 books because it's just easier to track. And I'll have certain accounts where I'll do certain bets on, and it just makes it easier at the end of the year, just especially for doing my taxes, just to track all my different bets. Uh, Simon, you gave us a long shot with offensive linemen to score a touchdown, and you have so many prop bets out there. Uh, why don't you just rattle off a few of your favorites that you really like? It, it doesn't have to be a long shot. It doesn't have to pay five to one. Uh, just ones that you think are going to get home. Oh, for sure. Um, and then I just really want to real quick, I want to touch on, we, we talked last week um, about next season, future bowl props. Yeah. And we talked about Carolina 80 to one. And I checked Monday morning, they were down to 45 to one. So we'll definitely, I'll, I'll do that too, right after this, but. For right now, my favorite ones, like we talked earlier about the D-line, I, I love the, the the total sacks over four and a half. At certain books, it's still at a plus number. I just think people are too, putting too much value into how Mahomes, for the most part this year, hasn't been sacked that much, and that this will be such a unique unique game that they, they can't really base off everything with that O-line because now that Fisher is out, and that is a huge cog in that machine. So I like that, and I also like the Shaq over .5 sacks. I think Shaq at minimum, he's going to get a sack with someone else. So you're going to at least push on that number. But I can easily see him getting one, especially in the third and fourth quarter when they are passing so much to the Chiefs. And another one that we saw, it's still at a plus number, which is really interesting to me because what we saw with Brady last week is total interceptions for both quarterbacks combined is one and a half, a plus 130. And it's just interesting to me where Brady, he seems like he's willing to take these 50-50 shots that he knows he's either going to get a touchdown or a long play, or he'll just have an interception that's got the other team's 25. And he's doing this on third down. So when I'm looking at this number, it just feels like one of those, is if you get an interception in the first half, you're, you're pretty much guaranteed to, for this one to get home. Because in the, once the fourth quarter comes and these guys are taking even more chances, this is really likely to come through. So both these, that all three of these, that plus number, I think is really great value. And, we can talk about next season because I, I have been really trying to be on top of this quarterback well, carousel. Air save Simon, it. I'll save tell you it, what. Simon. Yeah, let's <laughs> save it for, for uh, next week. 